Yes. There it is. Yes, get it too. Did you see Star Wars? I did. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yes, thumbs up. I thought you'd be a thumbs up. Something completely different. This is Shug Jordan, coach of the Auburn Tigers. Say what? No, 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 no. It's pronounced Jordan. Yes, yes, yes. This is Shug Jordan. You're bopping your head over there. The Auburn Tigers. It just makes me happy, man. I was getting into it. Yeah, well, you know. It's pronounced Jordan. Nice little uh, podcast. Yeah, it is a nice little podcast. My name is Rich Perkins. Across from me is my good friend, Jeremy Henderson. He of the WarEagleReader.com. I've got my little uh, blog, ArideInAJeep.com. And we host a morning radio show in the Auburn Opelika area. The best. Rich and Jeremy in the morning. It's award winning. You can, uh, you can multiple, look it up. I mean, there's so many awards. Yeah. I've lost count. Uh, LinkedIn actually told me I had to stop. <laughs> they were like, this is, you've hit your limit. It's, there's, a, there's enough. Right. You're making everyone else look bad. How are you, Rich? <sighs> I'm doing well, Jeremy. Christmas is good. Well, no, Christmas is awful, right? Well, not awful. But no, Christmas was good. I've just been sick the entire. Um, it's it's just no fun when you finally get some time off and you have to spend That's it sick. Rough. I'm not alone. A lot of people have been sick over the holidays. I know I've, something's happening seen it. down here. Yeah. Grandfather yeah. had to go in the hospital no time. But uh, hey, let's make up for it. Yes, let's do that. Let's let's give some happy endorphins to battle the disease, the evil within. I'm with you. Now, the, the podcast is It's Pronounced Jordan, right? Yes. So we've been talking Heisman in the past. We've been talking, I can't even remember what we've talked about uh, the last few weeks or what we've been doing this. But now, what with the title and everything, we're going to go p- pure Suge. Oh, sweet. We're getting back, back to basics. Okay. Suggy boy. Yeah. The man. Okay, so this was a little something. I, um, I've i always known that Suge, there was some beef uh, with Tennessee's coach, uh, Bill Battle, I believe his name was, in terms of like, there was actually in the in the late 60s, early 70s, there was this whole kind of deal. There were several incidents across the country where like coaches, there was some uh, some tension at the midfield, the handshakes and all this stuff and what with the protocols of running out there. And, and, uh, and there was actually kind of like a, a little undercurrent movement to maybe do away with it. I remember us talking about this years ago, that, the, that, that there were people that were saying, you know what, this is pointless. All it does is cause tension. Let's just do away with it. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there was some, and and you know, it'd been a it'd been a tradition and everything. And Suge was uh, more than willing to take part, and he kind of had his it was set in his ways of the the procedures, the protocol, what was expected, sure, what you did. And I think that his thing with battle, we'll do another episode on it. But I think his thing with battle was that he wasn't greeted at the airport, right? Like that's that's the courtesy level that Suge expected. You needed an actual like welcoming party or something like at least some sort of representative. Even the coach, you shake your hand. I thought it went to back Knoxville. to the, I thought it went back to the buzzer and the hand thing. The <laughs> handshake of Mayfield. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, he licked his hand beforehand. It was this whole big deal. I would. He was a whippersnapper. Yeah, he, he treated show bad. They kept punting on third down one time in the rain. They beat us bad, and he was just doing it. And Suge didn't care for it. In fact, I think that was the one Suge actually left. Like he didn't go to the midfield thing. It was kind of like he's not a you know he's not going to play the rules at the beginning. I'm not going to play him at the end. Kind of a deal. Okay. And good for Suge. Yeah. This was a this is a, a um, what what a, get get your uh, 
your urine hot. What was the guy like uh, a couple of oh, couple of years ago? Yes. Can we say that word? <coughs> it's a podcast. podcast. Get yeah. your piss hot. Get your piss hot. Uh, I can't remember who the dude was. I can't remember who the coach was. But uh, it was some. It was, it was some. Shug was getting a little. Can we say pissy? He was pissed off. Like in this era, he was. He wasn't going to be taking it. He right. wasn't taking a lot of things. Uh, the sixty-seven Iron Bowl. He wouldn't get. You're not supposed to call it the refs. Screw that. He was calling them out. He was saying things uh, that he was calling them like you see it. And he was admittedly he was going in front of people saying, "I'm sick of being good old Shug." Right, and good for him. The hell with he, him. He, he deserved it. Yeah. He, it was his prerogative. Fought the dreaded hun. He can he can get upset at the storm, refs if he wants. Storm the beaches at Normandy. That's what I'm talking about. Save the world from the Nazis. Right. So this one, the this uh this kind of uh Take that, Tennessee. Right, exactly. Your hilltopper volunteer backwards. And, and and this what's so embarrassing about this whole uh episode is it was with Kentucky. I mean, uh, Kentucky trying to get, get you know, feisty. Trying to be legit. Is legit. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just embarrassing. It really is. And with Tennessee, at least it's a legitimate program. It's an old rivalry and everything. I mean, Kentucky, give me a break. So Kentucky in 69 had this new coach named John Ray. Okay. Well, he's not going to go far with a name like that. <laughs> no. That's a, that's, a, that's a three-year coach at best. <laughs> and I think that's maybe how long it lasted. <laughs> I mean, John Ray, he was young. Give me a bit. That's one of those up and comers, <laughs> flash in the pan names, if I've ever heard it. Probably coached at Rutgers or something. Ended up selling insurance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. State Farm, John Ray. Right. Your State Farm agent. You know that. You know that's what happened. That's exactly to him. what I don't happened. Even, to I don't even need to get on Wikipedia <laughs> no, to find out what happened. We know. To John we Ray. know exactly what happened to John uh, Ray. And uh, anyway, so in six. 60- He's got a KFC franchise right. and he sells insurance. Right. <laughs> 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 so 69 Auburn law uh, has a big uh, bad early season loss again to Tennessee now I don't want this whole Tennessee stuff to give you any impression because we handled them pretty well throughout the 70s okay and uh you know even in the 80s and and frankly for the last 10 plus years Tennessee's just been a blip of nothing on our radar right but um so uh it was because they were artificial turf Shug hated artificial turf our guys were dropping Ugh. like flies having to go into the hospitals that's another episode uh, Auburn, they bounce back with a big home win over the Wildcats in Cliff Air, 44-3. Nice. This is 69. This is the first varsity year of Pat and Terry. Uh, big things were happening. Sully throws for 200 yards, four touchdowns. Nice. Beasley hauls in four big ones, two for scores, 103 yards. Uh, after the, uh, the game, John Ray says he's not impressed. He's just... His team was just slaughtered, forty-four to three. Future Heisman winner is just, you know, but he's making not, it rain. But all John over the Ray's field. not impl- not impressed. Not impressed. Sullivan, he says in the locker room when asked about because, the future because he didn't like the actuary exactly. tables. I mean, what what was he not impressed with? I mean, come on, exactly. What, he, mean, he was, uh, you know, he yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sullivan, he's, he's not a great passer by far. Those are his words. Sullivan is not a great passer by far. What was the man? What was he on? What is what, wrong with this guy? What game had he been watching? Exactly. That's what I want to know. Uh, totally asinine. Reporters keep trying to stir things up at the 70 rematch. Uh, but the thing that really kind of for the next year, set that kind of uh, the, the catalyst for this Suge versus John Ray thing that I'm going into, and I'm probably doing it the wrong way, is that at the midfield exchange, 
John Ray doesn't shake hands. John Ray dropped some bombs. Are you serious? We don't know what. It was un whatever it was was unprintable. Really? Goes up to Suge, the man who'd fought for his freedom, and says just something nasty. You're kidding. With four letters, uh the thing, you know, asterisks, exclamation points. Um and the uh what am I trying to say, Rich? Can we delete this part? <laughs> No, man, keep keep rolling. So he um he doesn't he doesn't he, he gives him some like little uh barely there handshake. Oh, says yeah. something nasty and uh and then so somebody but there it's overheard. Whatever it was was overheard. Right. And the whole his whole deal was that he'd just been taken to the woodshed and he felt that Suge, who famously did not run up the score on people. Had run up the score right. on poor Kentucky, right? And, now, should, it's, it's, and should have should have taken his foot off. Now, number the gas. one, it's hard to not run up the score against sure. Kentucky. Uh, sure, he played. Suge played like unless you just punt on first down every time. Exactly. I mean, exactly. and even and even then, you're probably going to recover it and <laughs> score right, anyway. Right. I mean, you know, you have to try right. to not run up sure. the score. He played sure. the entire team. He got some of the male cheerleaders out there. <laughs> he had his nephew with him on the sidelines, suited him up. He did everything he could, sure, to uh, you know just give the boys a, a time to play. N- try not to make it look too bad. And John Ray could only come up with three points against forty four. And uh, anyway, so he says something. Uh, so this is Suge. So they asked Suge about it in the locker room, right? They asked Suge, like, what what went down at midfield? Suge says, I've been in this business of coaching 38 years as assistant and as head in triumph and defeat. How eloquent was this guy? But I've never seen a man so broken up or emotionally disturbed as Coach Ray. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never seen a man as emotionally disturbed after a football game as Coach Ray. Uh, so he keeps talking. Uh, Ray keeps saying some stuff back and forth. Uh, Shug's like, look, we've never tried to embarrass anyone. Even in the 69 Iron Bowl after the uh, Bear Bryant's worst defeat, it looked, you know, extra bad because Connie Frederick ran this, uh, you know, this, this fake punt thing. But Suge hadn't called that. That was all Connie Frederick. He was actually yeah. mad at him for making it look that way. In the 57 Iron Bowl, it was 40 to zip. We were trying our best not to run up the score on Bama. The players were begging him to hang at least 50 on him as payback for the 1947 or 48, whenever it came back, uh, Iron Bowl, or the first time back, we were slaughtered. So it's clearly established that this is not a uh, a Suge Jordan um, deal. He just doesn't run up the score on He people. used 57 players against Kentucky. Holy cow. 57 players. And he says, what do you tell the third-string quarterback, Rick Eisenbacher, sitting on the bench who wants a chance to show you he can play with the Sullivans and the trailers? You tell him to just to go in there and hold the football and get his head knocked in? You don't. It's a morale thing for the entire squad. I just want to assure Coach Ray I have no evil intentions against Kentucky. First, last, and always. I certainly didn't after the game. Right? So uh, Ray, though, apparently doesn't even believe him. He, for the next season, like for the next year, we're playing up in Kentucky, Lexington, yeah. right? Now, Suge has always ta- you know, talked about how he liked playing in the afternoon and didn't like night games and all this stuff. Well, the game had been scheduled at night, and it, the, Ray moves it to the afternoon. Why, why are you doing that, Coach Ray? So Auburn doesn't have any excuses, right? And then he has the gall to make it uh, the homecoming game, right? 
This guy, this guy was unhinged. Wow. Something, something was wrong with the guy. Wow. They asked him at the SEC Skywriters thing, which was kind of like the media days sure. deal. Uh, they asked him uh, if he had a message for Suge. Just tell him hello and to be ready. Oh, Lord. Right? Oh, and so, Lord. And so, um, I know. And so they keep talking. They keep it's this whole thing in the papers, but like national wire stories. And it was kind of like in the whole deal, again, of the, the context of uh, should we do away with the midfield thing? Because it leads to nastiness like this, sure. right? And Suge, Suge's just like, look, I don't care. He says, this is the quote. I got along 58 years without knowing Coach Ray, and I'm satisfied I can go the rest of the way. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't need to be this guy's friend. I don't know what this psycho's deal is. Look, we're just going to beat his team and be on our merry way. And uh, and show enough, that's what happened. Uh, the first quarter, they were we were down a little bit, um, and then we uh, we bounced back. I think it was like, uh, let's see. Uh, we won. We we went went on to win thirty three fifteen. We came back in the second half. Thanks, of course, to a seventy three yard bomb to from the guy who couldn't throw who and who throw. was going to win the Nash, or the Heisman Trophy the next sure. year to Terry Beasley for a touchdown. Career long pass uh, for the guy that John Ray said couldn't couldn't throw the ball. Was not impressed with and, uh, uh, his throwing ability. Right, right, and so. Uh, <laughs> This is another Suge thing. This is this was after the uh, hello and be ready quote. Uh, I hope John Ray's the head coach of Kentucky for many years. <laughs> he's such a delightful person. <laughs> he's certainly grown up because he's talking about North Carolina, Kansas State, and Ole Miss first, playing them one at a time, as they say. But for some for some reason or another, he had to go on talking. Like sure, anyway, it was just this. It was like this weird little dog, just like barking at him from up in bluegrass country. Oh my gosh! For a year plus, and then so we we beat him. And I found I found a picture of him the other day uh, of them actually shaking hands. I think in the seventy game, kind of coming back. All right, you know, bygones be bygones, kind of a deal. But I don't even want to get on Wikipedia and find out what happened to him because we know. Oh, because we know. We know. We know. Anyway, he I just, ended up selling. He ended up selling life insurance. And he's and you know had a had a failed KFC franchise. Yep. I, I, I can promise you that's what happened. I just thought that was a great he, example. He, here's what I'm going to. This is my prediction. If we went and looked, he had a KFC franchise and then decided that he could run it better without paying the franchise fee. Yeah. So it became like Ray's famous chicken. <laughs> right. 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 Which you you can only find in like a 1978 phone book. <laughs> Right. It's like a vacant parking lot now that somebody like trying to solve a mystery goes to like I think this happened at John Ray's famous chicken and it's just you know, like it a, used to be the KFC right. and it's now still kind of it kind of looks like it, it looked like a KFC, but right. it was John you could still see where it said Kentucky fried chicken on it. Right. But it but it they put pasted over yeah. you know, John Ray's it, famous his chicken. His motto was hello and be ready. <laughs> I just thought it was a great little example of the uh, the wit Shug could bring to a interpersonal, uh, you know, uh, oh, strife. Man. He's Shug was just so great. He was so great. Another quality um, edition of It's Pronounced Jordan. I'm glad that we get to uh, do these. I know it's about people. People have been demanding for years. We brought it back, and. Uh, I think the world's a better place. Absolutely. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. Yes, you can now. I don't know how you do it, but it's available. And you can find it on um, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And uh, it's, uh, let's see, um, I guess there's also a link on the WordleReader.com. WordleReader.com. You can get to it that way. Listen to Rich and Jeremy in the morning. 
Every morning, we're on TuneIn and WingsFM.com. War Eagle, y'all.